Charlie. Hello? What are you doing? We don't know who left that there. There could be a trap. Morgan. Morgan. Do you still have the gun? No. No, I... I can't. I can't. No, Alicia, I just... I, I can't end up like him. I can't. I don't want to end up like them. Do it. helping him I'm not so you want to ask them for help well I want to see who they are I want to know who they are and I think Dakota could probably tell us welcome everyone to dead talk live and it is my honor today to welcome our very special guest Alex up oh, sorry Alexa Neesonson I screwed up the Alexa part so sorry. Anyway, thank you so much for being here with us. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you so, so much for having me on. It is our honor to have you here with us. So let's get right to it. We have a lot of questions for you. You are currently in your third season of Fear the Walking Dead. You must have been around 11 when you first got the 11. role. Wow, 11. Yeah. So explain to us how... How did the role come to you? How did it land in your lap? Yeah, so I I got the role um, just through an audition from, from my agent. And I remember getting the sides. And I, I think I just clicked with the material. And the sides were actually not really from that season. They were kind of, you know, we call them like dummy sides. So yeah. they weren't really from the show. But just to kind of, you know, see what I could do, um, and what my acting was like. So yeah, I, I remember I just had one audition and it was over self tape. So it wasn't in person. And then I very much remember getting the call from my agent that I booked it. And actually at the time I was supposed to just come on and do like four or five episodes. Oh. And yeah. And then from then on, it just kind of, you know, kept going on and they kept, you know, asking me to return back and I, I'm, I'm so grateful because it's been such an incredible experience. And it's truly crazy that this is my third season on the show. I am 14. And yeah, I started when I was 11. So I really have like grown up on the show pretty much. And if you count those flashback scenes when you first came on, you are one of the most senior members of the cast right now. Oh, it's really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you really are. And going, you know, to how we were first introduced to you in the beginning of season four with the flashbacks to the stadium, uh, I call Charlie a bridge character. And the reason why I call Charlie a bridge character, it's from that big remake from when we lost Madison and Nick onto the transition of, jo of John, June, and Morgan and the characters we have today. Have you ever thought of yourself in that way? As being like a bridge character from the old to the new? I mean, you know, it's so interesting because I think 
it, it was so amazing coming onto the show and it's it was interesting because when you're coming onto a show that's already established you know you kind of have a sense of like all right everybody you know a lot of the people had already known each other and worked together so you know you just want to you know fit in and want everyone to like you but everyone was so incredibly uh welcoming and amazing and you know it, it really was a great experience but I mean I honestly haven't thought of you know myself and my character that way but now that you say it I mean I really think that's a good way to put it. It is. It is. Uh, I always seen Charlie as the character that's brought us from the old. And of course, we still have a lot of the original gang with us, but into the characters that we have today. Now, Thank you so look, much. That's a compliment. <laughs> now, looking back to when your character shot Nick, okay, do you think your character knew what you were doing or were you or was Charlie reacting purely out of emotions? You know, that's a great question because I think, well, to start, I think, you know, as a young girl growing up in this world, I think you're kind of forced to grow up quickly mm -hmm. and, you know, you see a lot of things and you know a lot of things that you obviously wouldn't if, you know, you weren't in this situation. So I think it was probably a mix of both. I think she felt, you know, hurt because Nick had killed, you know, her, her caretaker exactly. at that point, Ennis. So I think part of it was, was emotion, but I also think she, she felt like that is what she had to do in the moment, you know? And I think she, you know, the character was just young and was coming out of the influence of the vultures. And I think she was slightly, you know, manipulated and kind of controlled by them and, you know, forced to be put in some of these situations. Like, you know, being a spy and, and sneaking around for them. So I think part of it was out of emotion and, and feeling hurt from what Nick did. But also I think, you know, she did feel like that was what she really had to do in that moment. But from the moment you pulled that trigger, the way you played it on the screen was like you immediately regretted it. Is that the, is that the feel you were going for? Yes, I can remember filming it to this day. I mean, I definitely... I definitely wanted Charlie to, you know, to see Charlie do it and then realize that, you know. There's no going back. I do. There's no going back. And, you know, we see her run. So I think she she felt like that's what she had to do. But then I think she was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Mm -hmm. And she, she ran because I feel like she didn't even know how to be there or what to do. So I think since that moment, Charlie has a ton of regret and has pretty much made it, you know, her mission to have, you know, the group forgive her and to redeem herself. Yeah. And I think playing a character like Charlie that is so complex has been such an amazing experience as an actor because we really just get to see her just, you know, she has so many layers to her oh, yeah. and getting to explore that over the past three seasons has been amazing. And, you know, we've really seen her on such a, a great path of you know redemption and i think also a big part of it is her needing to forgive herself exactly um which we're also getting to see so yeah so i mean did anybody warn you since you were 11 at the time at the possible negative fan backlash your character might receive you know people on set did warn me and i i also i did know going into it that the fans were going to to feel that way and that there was going to be negative backlash but like you said I was 11 
And I definitely did not know that it was going to be at the extent that it was at. It was, it was challenging for me, honestly, because, you know, as an 11 year old, I just went onto my social media and I just saw a ton of comments saying, we hate you, yeah. you killed Nick. And I, you know what, I've been pretty, you know, open about this recently and, you know, been pretty candid in saying that it, it was challenging, but I also understand where the fans were and are coming from, you know, because I'm a fan of TV shows, whether it's, you know, the Vampire Diaries or Pretty Little Liars. And when you are so invested and you love these characters and when you lose them, it is absolutely devastating. It is. So I can 100% understand where they're all coming from. Um, but I think it was hard for me when some of the hate got personal. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I saw comments, people found my address and said they were going to come kill me. Oh. And it definitely got intense. And I was, you know, just nervous. And, you know, I wanted everyone to like me, but I knew that the character was going to bring that reaction. But I don't think I was 100% um expecting or ready for what it actually was yeah that's hard and you know it just breaks my heart to hear that where yeah we are fans of the show we love the show but at the end of the day you guys are acting you're portraying characters on a show and when people can't separate that for a good a good example of that is josh mcdermott who plays eugene on the walking mm -hmm. dead show he had to yeah. close down all his social media accounts because of when he did his thing and went over to the saviors. So anyway, let's move on to a fan question. Lucy on Instagram says, do you think Luciana has fully forgiven Charlie? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, we really haven't, you know, up until this point, we really haven't gotten to see Luciana and Charlie um, interact too much yeah, since, that's right. yeah. you know, since Charlie killing Nick. So, I think Luciana, I I actually don't know. I don't know if she has 100% forgiven Charlie. I would like to think. And I also don't know if, if Charlie knows that. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's a great question. I'm actually not sure. But I think, I think like everybody else, Luciana is really starting to see that Charlie and, you know, and did last season and is continuing to this season is seeing that Charlie truly felt absolutely horrible and i think she's seeing that charlie was you know she was young and uh, like we were just talking about you know part of it was just coming from emotion and she wasn't 100 percent aware you know, yeah aware of what she was doing and the effect that it would have on everybody so you know what i do think luciana is maybe not 100 percent, but is really forgiven charlie for the most part i, I totally agree now alicia forgave charlie if the situation was reversed okay and let's say alicia killed your brother do you think mm -hmm. charlie would be able to forgive alicia the way alicia has forgiven charlie that's a really great question um you know i think at the end of the day yes because i think i think charlie is smart and she does know that you know people do things out of you know whatever it is whether if it's out of emotion or they really think that is the best decision in the moment so I think it would take time you know just kind of like it did in the situation you know we're in with Alicia so yeah I think it would take time but I do think if they had 
the right, you know, experience together and enough bonding and, you know, enough conversation and, you know, maybe a couple heart to hearts. Um, I do think Charlie would, would come around. So, like Alicia. so what was your reaction when you read that script that you would be the one that'd be killing Nick? Uh, I mean, how did you feel about it? I was shocked. I did not know in advance. So I remember reading the script and being like, Oh my gosh, like what is even happening? I, I was truly shocked. And I think, I think I was, you know, nervous. Cause I, I did know at that point that it, it, it was going to make the fans super, you know, understandably angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I was, I, I did not know that it was going to be at the level it was at. So I wasn't too nervous about it then. Um, but I think I just remember, I remember being in shock Yeah. and I was just like, wow, I, I really did not see it coming at all. Totally understand that. Now, did you and Frank Delane, who played Nick, have any conversations about that episode, either during or before, on how you guys were going to handle it? Did he reach out in sort of a mentoring way to you? You know what? We didn't have any conversations about that, but I absolutely adored Frank and he was wonderful to work with. And we, I really had a great, great experience working with him in, in the short time that I did. It it was wonderful. He was so talented and so sweet and, you know, always was like, Hey, you know, you know, we could run lines and if you need anything, I'm here and was so, so sweet. So, um, I don't think we really talked about that episode and what was happening. Um, cause I think, you know, he understands that it's, you know, it's not, you know, me actually. Yes. And it was just, kinda, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought the it, obviously. I thought it was great that even after he got shot, he was still concerned about Charlie as he was yeah. dying. That's how much, that's the level of care. And you could even say love that he had for the character of Charlie. Yeah. Uh, it was really sweet. It was. And I actually saw it on social media, like an edit that someone made of, of Nick and Charlie, you know, before she she killed him. Yeah. And it was actually just really heartwarming to look back on some of those scenes, you know, before that thing happened to, to really see that they were bonding and, mm-hmm. and getting close and really did have a lot of care for each other. They had a great, they, you guys had a great on-screen chemistry. Now let's, let's go on now to another viewer question. This is from Jaina on Instagram. Jaina wants to know, are you in any way similar to the character of Charlie? Is Alexa similar to Charlie in any way? You know, I think obviously we are both teenage girls growing up and and going through things um i wouldn't say there are too many similarities obviously but i would say that i think charlie is you know now especially that she's a part of this group and they have really taken her in she's extremely protective of them and you know wants to fight to keep them together and to keep everyone okay and i would say you know i'm very protective of you know my family and really close with them and you know i think we're similar in that way that you know we we stand up for ourselves and our family and our group but i wouldn't say there are too many similarities <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about one of my favorite episodes that storm episode between you and alicia just the two of you amazing episode uh, from both you and alicia now uh what was 
it like just shooting that episode just with you and Alicia? Uh, how did you two react? What was the behind the scenes, you know, going on and all that? It was amazing. I remember opening the script and I was, I mean, I still get emotional to this day watching that episode and I got emotional reading it because when I read it, I knew that it was going to be such a special experience. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, as a teenage girl, there aren't many, you know, scripts you get like that where it's just a lot of emotion and a ton of, you know, amazing dialogue. And, you know, I'm so beyond lucky to, to work with Alicia. We had an amazing time and we really, you know, we hadn't worked together that much before that. So we really bonded during that episode. And, you know, we did a lot of stunts together and we were out in the rain, in the storm all day, every day. So we were really, you know, just together all the time, pretty much. So we, we really bonded and got really close then. And she's truly like a big sister to me and just, I mean, so beyond talented. Um, but we, we had a great time doing that. Obviously we were in a very kind of, intense state because pretty much the majority of the scenes we were doing were incredibly emotional. We were doing lots of stunts. We were just like out in the rain. It was super intense, but we definitely, um, you know, during the moments we could, um, you know, had our, our lighthearted moments and we were just kind of getting to know each other. And yeah, we, we really clicked. And I just, that whole episode was such an amazing experience. Um, I absolutely love you know, Mikey Setrazimus, he is truly amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, that whole thing was just like, you know, like perfect in my eyes. It was the most amazing experience. And I, I love going back and watching that episode. It still makes me cry. My mom cries every time she watches it too. Um, it's, it, it's amazing. It is an amazing episode. Now, that emotionally driven scene when you guys are trapped in the basement, flooded, and you are, you tell... Alicia, you're afraid to turn like them. Are you referring to your parents becoming walkers when you're asking Alicia to kill you? Yeah, I think she's she's definitely referring to her parents and just, you know, anybody that she's known that's, that's turned and just, you know, living in this world, you know, she knows how easy it is. I mean, you can turn like that mm -hmm. if you're not careful. And I think, I mean, I couldn't even imagine you know, being an 11 year old in this world. I mean, I, I, I would not be able to do it. I mean, I know I would not survive an apocalypse in real life. So, you know, I'm sure, like she said, she was, she was terrified. She, she did not want to end up like that. Um, so yeah, I think she was definitely referring to her parents and I'm sure, you know, even though we haven't heard about them she's seen a lot of other people turn and how about that scene in that same episode where you're like on the roof like trying to get bit by the walker are you at that point would you would you say charlie uh is doing that out of guilt for what happened to nick or just is completely hopeless about the world around her i think it was it was definitely out of the guilt for for killing nick i think at that point, it was really like the lowest point for Charlie where mm -hmm. she felt like she, you know, nobody was going to forgive her. And she really couldn't forgive herself at that point, which is what we saw. And I think she truly felt like the only option was to give up because it was never going to, it was never going to get better for her. And she felt so horrible that she truly felt like she could not live with herself. And 
I think Alicia saving her in that moment was just such a, a big moment for them. And that whole episode was just so crazy for those characters because, you know, they, they were forced into, into being in that house together, but it truly bonded them so much. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it was really special to see that. But I definitely think her going out there was over the fact that she just could not live with herself and she felt like people couldn't live with her. I could totally see that. Now, what did it mean to Charlie when you and Alicia are driving down the road and she explains the whole beach experience to you, tells you to close your eyes, and she describes what the beach is like? When you were you know, playing that out, what do you think was going through Charlie's mind, who at that point never seen the beach, and Alicia was describing it to her? I think that meant absolutely everything to Charlie. I mean... I think, you know, for me, I wanted the audience to truly feel that Charlie was just overwhelmed with, you know, happiness because she's finally able to see parents and to see the beach. And I think in her head, that was a special moment. And the idea that was a moment that she was holding on to throughout all of this. So to be able to to see that and have Alicia help her with that was just such an incredible moment for, for them as a, you know, a duo and also just for Charlie. And correct me if I'm wrong, Charlie uh, said to Alicia that she could not remember what her parents looked like. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I thought I am remembering that correctly. Now, Jennifer on Instagram wants to know, what is the your favorite quality that Charlie possesses that you wish you could have, you know, for yourself? You know, I think we are really getting to see Charlie be kind of badass this season. I mean, she's really kind of stepping up to the plate and she really wants to be a valuable member of this group and this team. And, you know, I think it was last year she wanted to be a part of, you know, finding the hot air balloon to save everyone. And, you know, she's learning more how to kill walkers this, this season, which we got to see. So I really think she's becoming super badass and she's not, you know, as terrified anymore. And I am. I'm a scaredy cat. I, I, I'm really terrified. I would not do well in the apocalypse at all. I know I would be one of the first people to die because I would just be crying in the corner. I would not be able to be as cool and strong and badass as her. Now, being 11 when you got this role, uh, were you familiar at all with the Walking Dead genre, the franchise, or zombie movies in any way whatsoever, being that you were only 11? Yeah, so I had, of course, heard of The Walking Dead. I mean, obviously, it was mm-hmm. it, it's huge. And I feel like everyone, you know, for the most part, has kind of heard of it at some point. So I had not watched it, but I definitely knew what The Walking Dead was. But like I said, I usually I don't watch any kind of horror movies or anything scary. I And it's so funny because we have something here in L.A. called Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends it's like you know haunted houses and stuff and every year somebody has asked me to go and i always say no because i'm such a scaredy cat and everyone's like alexa you're on a zombie show like how are you scared of this and i'm like it's so different like i don't like to be like startled people like jumping out at me like that scares me i'm definitely a scaredy cat so i had not really seen anything in that kind of genre but I, of course, of course, knew of it. Now, we've had your castmate and friend, Zoe Coletti, on a couple of weeks ago. 
She yeah. she also described herself as being a big scary cat of zombies <laughs> in particular. Who would you say yeah. out of the two of you is the who was the most scared of zombies? You or Zoe? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's she, a good she question. actually said that even it took her a while uh, and it took her like watching the extras drinking a coke, you know, in between takes. <laughs> so that's how I felt. Yeah. I mean, it may be tied. Okay. I think it's tied. I think we were both kind of scared of cats, but I, I, I feel the same. It, it definitely took me kind of getting to know them. And now with all the walkers, like, you know, I know all their names and we just have like casual conversations. I'm like, Hey Brian, how you doing today? So it definitely, but I remember like my first couple days on set seeing them, like it was definitely really freaky, like, you know, seeing them out and about and walking around, but then you get to know them and, you know, I, I've done so many, so many scenes with them now. So it's kind of just like, it doesn't even phase you now, but I feel like it may be tied does, between me and Zoe. Does it scare you when you actually see the finished product on TV as opposed to when you're filming it? Definitely. Because I think when you're filming it, I mean, it's so, you know, stage and rehearsing, you know exactly what's coming and when it's going to happen. And obviously you can see the walkers coming from like a mile away mm -hmm. when you're filming them. So I've definitely watched, especially this season, I've watched a lot back where I was actually like kind of terrified. It gets really spooky when you watch it back. It is. It is. Now, uh, Charlie's character seems to have these uh, attachments to father figures, Okay. Uh, the biggest one is Daniel that we got to see, uh, you and Daniel. Then recently, Rabbi uh, Jacob, played by Peter Jacobson. Yeah. Is that telling to us as viewers as the kind of relationship Charlie had with her real-life father? Maybe something was amiss there? Definitely. I think, you know, that you, you bring up a really great point. I hadn't actually thought about it that way too much. But, you know, in thinking about it now, I definitely think she... Is, is drawn to those kind of, you know, father figure types. But I think she she's so happy that she has found Daniel Salazar and they have such a special bond. And I think she definitely really does think of him as kind of like a father figure. And I think he thinks of her as a daughter-like figure. Um, and I absolutely adore Ruben. Mm. He is amazing and- He's, uh, he's a legend, you know? Oh yeah, he, he, he really is. I mean, getting to work with him has been such an incredible experience. He is just, I mean, I could go on and on, but he's he's amazing and getting to work with Peter was absolutely amazing. I loved that episode we got to do that was so fun. Um, yeah, and I, I think that it, it is interesting now I'm thinking about it that she's definitely kind of, you know, drawn to that kind of father figure type. So mm -hmm. it, 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 you know, it might be a little telling about her past relationship with their dad yeah, it's definitely something to think about now sure. you know sticking with daniel how hard was it at the end of season five when virginia came in and separated you from your family in particular how hard was it for charlie being separated from daniel I think Charlie was absolutely i mean devastated when that happened because she was finally you know getting to to be accepted into this group and, and family and she'd finally you know grown such a special bond with Daniel so to be ripped away is is you know the worst thing that could happen and I can only imagine what it's like you know to be you know ripped away from your family and to not know where you're going or 
you know, what's going to happen and to feel alone. I mean, Charlie was devastated and, and scared. And I think she was, you know, she was angry that, that they were all being ripped apart, but especially after, you know, the season and, and we, we really saw Charlie and Daniel grow such a special bond. So at the end to just be ripped away was heartbreaking and it was heartbreaking to film. I mean, it, it, it was not hard getting emotional in that scene because, you know, all I had to do was just imagine what that would be like. And I, I could not even imagine what it would feel like to be ripped away from this group and, and this family that she's finally being accepted into and that she's really grown such amazing bonds with uh, all the other characters. Exactly. And then you get to see Daniel again and we know he's faking that amnesia. How do you think that affected Charlie where he doesn't, he's pretending not to even remember you for your own safety, of course. Yeah. I think Charlie really really did believe that he did not remember her. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, again, devastating. I mean, she, you know, she, you know, we saw her, she tried to, to play the banjo and to, to do anything to get him to remember. And I think after that, when she saw that he still wasn't remembering, she was just, you know, so lost and so broken and felt just completely devastated and sad that that, that, that was happening because you know, they were ripped away and then, you know, she finally got to be reunited, but he doesn't remember her. So I think it was just the worst thing that it, could happen. It was hard. It was heartbreaking to watch that on the screen. Now, uh, let's say now you are basically like Alicia's little sister on the show. You know, you are her adopted little sister. Whatever Alicia says, you are going to not even question her. You're going to follow. But is there any part of Charlie that would like to say to Alicia, hey, let's give this Virginia settlement a try at least? Or is she just on the same page with Alicia? This is bad. She's bad. We got to get out of here. You know, I think she definitely has a ton of trust in Alicia. And I think she knows that if Alicia is saying this is not a good situation. We need to get out of here that she trusts Alicia and, you know, believes that that is the best situation. Um, and I think she, she's smart enough to look around and realize what's going on. And, and she does know that it's a bad situation. And I think she is well aware of what's happening. So I definitely think at this point, you know, she, she really has, you know, a ton of trust in Alicia and she knows that if Alicia is saying, this is bad, we need to get out. We need to, you know, do this or that, that it is for, for her own good. Definitely. Now, uh, another viewer question, Mel on uh, Instagram wants to know, what is your favorite thing to do on set with Alicia and Coleman? My favorite thing to do on set, we have the best time. Coleman is truly one of the funniest people I know. So we are just, we're always laughing. We're always talking jokes. We'll put music on. We have like dance parties. I mean, we, we have, the best time. Coleman um, seems like a blast to be around. Oh, he is. He is truly just, I, I don't think there's ever a moment that I'm filming with Coleman around Coleman that we're not like all hysterically laughing because we always are. Um, I, I, I absolutely love them and love, love getting to work with them. I mean, they're so beyond talented. So I, I know I'm incredibly lucky that, that I've gotten to experience that. But yeah, we, we always have a blast. We're always singing, dancing, um, just having having a fun time. Speaking of singing and dancing, it was uh, your friend Zoe Coletti's birthday at the end of last month. Did you guys do anything special for that? 
you know, we I I can't say who was with who on set recently, but uh, there was definitely some celebrating <laughs> that that was happening. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's. Who was you know you know who was with who on set or anything? No, no, that's, but yes, that's fair we enough. Had, I we were texting and uh, we were we were talking a little bit and I of course was wishing her happy birthday. But yeah, she is amazing. I love getting to work with her and yeah, we've had we've had a great time. Now between Ruben Coleman Alicia, is there any particular actor? that has really taken on a big mentoring role for you on Fear the Walking Dead? Or are they all, like, really just stepped up? You know what? All of them have been so incredible, and I feel like I am constantly learning things when I'm around them, just, you know, about things in, in personal life or acting and, you know, our job. But I think I think just because I've worked with them the most, definitely Alicia is, like, a big sister to me, and Ruben has been... Uh, kind of a mentor to me and he is so just talented and is you know of course so incredibly smart and is just so amazing to work with he's so sweet and humble and kind and is very you know inclusive and he always kind of lets me in on conversations he's having with the writers and directors when you know we're filming something and is extremely collaborative and I mean I, I you can't ask for a better group of people no. um, but no. definitely since I've worked with them the most probably Alicia and, and Ruben have been you know like mentors to me I mean all of them but especially especially them because we've worked together the most what has been the reception for people like Austin Emilio and Lenny James and now Christine Evangelista who've come over from The Walking Dead into the fear universe. What has been the reception for them? Have they Did they, you know, just blend in right away? Did anybody yeah. from the existing crew uh, cast of fear step up to make a real big effort to make sure they feel welcomed? How did that go? Yeah, I mean, this whole group is so welcoming and so amazing and just makes everybody feel super, you know, at home and comfortable when we all come on to set, but you know, when I came on, um, Lenny was coming on at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, and we really didn't work together all mm -hmm. that much, but Lenny is so wonderful. Um, he is just so kind and amazing and so talented. And now I've gone to work with him as a director, which has been amazing. And he's extremely, uh, collaborative and an amazing director as well as actor. Um, but yeah, no, everybody, has been so welcoming um and i love austin and christine and it's it's been great you know obviously i can't say who i've worked with you know coming up i know in the I know, rest of the season but it's it's been it's been great I, this is an amazing group and i'm always learning something from all of them just you know being around them and seeing them work they're all so beyond talented um and yeah I, everybody is so welcoming um, and I, yeah, it's, it's truly an amazing group. I mean, I could continue and go on and on about how amazing they all are, but it, it, it's so true. Now we've talked about your fellow cast members. Let's talk about behind the camera. Like you mentioned Michael Satrasimus. Okay. Yeah. How great is Michael at, um, you know, directing when it comes to, uh, he's directed, I mean, he's been with the walking dead since day one. 
There, yeah. There's only a handful of people that could say that. What is it like with Michael behind the camera as far as when it comes to him, like directing scenes that you're in? He is so incredible. I mean, I, I love him so much and I'm so lucky that I've gotten to do some amazing episodes with him. Um, he directed 410 with Alicia mm -hmm. when we were in the house. He did um, the episode where I was with, you know, the Rabbi Peter last season. So I've gotten to do some amazing episodes with him. He is just so incredible. He is one of the most amazing directors I've ever gotten to work with. And just so, so amazing, you know, with all of us. And I'm, I'm so lucky that I've really gotten to do some great episodes with him and I've gotten to work with him a lot because he, I, 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 I can't even say it enough how amazing he is. Um, but I think all of us are always just get like the most excited when we open the script and see it's going to be Mikey directing because <laughs> he really, you know, he's like you said, you know, been with the walking dead and has, he's also an executive producer. Mm -hmm. So he really knows all of these characters just as much as we know. So he can really, you know, he knows exactly what's going on with all their characters and, and the storylines. So he knows exactly what to say and how everything should be played. And he's just so, so incredible. He's great. Well, I mean, we, I talk with Michael here and there and, uh, Whenever he tells me that he's directing an episode, I'm like, all right, we're getting a Mikey Satz episode. Can't wait. <laughs> we all think that too. Uh, Otavio on Instagram wants to know what has been your most difficult scene to shoot on Fear of the Walking Dead? My most difficult scene. It's so interesting because you would think you would probably be like one of the most, you know, the more emotional scenes, but I actually find the emotional scenes to not be like too difficult like I can somewhat cry on cue pretty quickly which a lot of people think it's weird they're like are you like okay are you sad and I'm like no I swear I'm happy it just I I, I enjoy doing the more you know well, there's emotional. a word for that it's called talent and you've got plenty of that <laughs> thank you very much you're very you're very sweet I I do love getting to do the the really you know deep emotional intense scenes but you know sometimes they they are very dark and intense so i would probably say the scene where alicia and i are in the basement mm -hmm. and we are you know underwater that was extremely intense because not only was it incredibly emotional but you know we were doing stunts and we were in water and we were in this huge water tank um but it was so fun i've never gotten to do anything like that so it was so new and um so incredible and i i i will always just remember that I it, it was such an incredible experience all around but yeah I'd say that was probably one of my more challenging scenes to do because it was you know not only like I said was it super super intense and emotional but we were also kind of doing stunts at the same time so it was it was a lot going on but it was so much fun walk us through that scene did they put you guys in like uh I mean we know you were in what was it what was the set like where you guys were up to your necks in water and yeah. so on we were in a water tank, basically. So they, they built the side of the basement in the tank. And we have an amazing, um, you know, stunt crew all the time. But we also had, um, you know, safety, safety water, you know, people with us to always watch out and make sure we were okay and make sure everything was safe. So, you know, all the crew, the camera guys, they were underwater there with us. And they pretty much built this basement in this water tank and would fill the water up. And we were kind of standing on these, like, like trunks, like these big, 
called things. I'm not exactly sure what they were, but you know, we, we were just kind of standing there holding on. It, it was, you know, we had wetsuits on, um, but it was, it was actually comfortable. Like it was, it wasn't like scary or anything for me. I felt incredibly safe. Um, and yeah, the water would like slowly rise, but we knew it wasn't going to go any further than like about here. So it was, it was super fun for me. Did, I mean, did it take I, a really long time to shoot? It took, I believe, I think we did it in like a day or two. We we broke it up into into sections, so mm -hmm. we have the scene where we're first entering, and then um, you know you, we have us fall into the water and stuff. But then we had the emotional, intense moment, and then we had us, you know, exiting and crawling up. Um, so we kind of we we broke it down into sections. So it took. Probably, yeah. I think I think it was a day or two. Okay. Now I, I've been wanting to ask this. I've talked to a lot of cast members of the Walking Dead universe. I've been wanting to ask this question. Uh, as being a part of the Walking Dead universe, do you consider the Walking Dead, the franchise in general, as more of a horror show or a drama show? Can I say a mix? Absolutely. There's absolutely a mix of horror drama. For me, I've said to our viewers plenty of time where I see the walkers as just a backdrop to what the real story is, and, and that is how humanity treats and what humanity becomes after the world around them falls apart. Yeah, I love that. I think it's definitely a good mix of horror and drama. I don't, I don't think there's a word for that, if there's like a mixed word, no, it's, but I definitely say it's a good mix. Now, being on a, you know, part horror show, uh, yeah. many people would say all horror show, moving forward in your career, uh, do you like it? Do you like doing horror? Do you want to pursue that more? I mean, getting to do this experience has been amazing, and I, I absolutely love drama. Um, you know, I, I really had not done anything like this before. I mean, I had done um, a comedy movie and kind of like a family comedy movie um and i've done a drama but nothing you know really like this there's there's really not much like this out there no. i mean it's so unique and it's it really is i mean that is i feel like why we all call it its own universe mm -hmm. because there's really nothing like it um but it's been amazing so i would definitely definitely love to to do something like this again because it's been so incredible now let's talk about the relationship between charlie and dakota you guys were in that great mid-season finale that we got uh, a couple of weeks ago. Even yeah. though there wasn't that much dialogue between Charlie and Dakota. Um, now, do you think Charlie uh, fully trusts Dakota as being, yeah, she's with us, totally against her sister? Or do you think Charlie may have some reservations about Dakota? I think Charlie really does you know, trust Dakota at this point. I think she really does feel like she is being truthful. And, you know, I think it's a really interesting perspective because I think Charlie can relate mm -hmm. to what Dakota is going through because I think, you know, her experience with the vultures, you know, she was kind of being, you know, maybe a little controlled and manipulated oh. a little bit. And I think, you know, she, she can see what's going on with Dakota and Virginia is obviously a very strong presence. So I think she can you know, only imagine what it's like to be her younger sister and, and also understand what it's like to be a young girl going through this and growing up in this world. So 
I think she she can kind of relate to that and also relate to everyone questioning you and feel you know everyone thinking you're lying and everyone being a little against you so I think she she can really relate to that but I do think she she's you know believing in in Dakota right now so in that great mid-season finale that we just got there was a guest star Raphael Sparge uh who's amazing uh what was that what was the experience filming that episode uh with that special guest star with alicia zoe yourself being big big parts of it and then we got to see everybody came in coleman lenny was a part of it what was it like from having the first several episodes be this anthology style where maybe we got two maybe three characters to bringing the biggest group that we have seen so far this season together all in one episode. It was so much fun. I had the best time working on that episode. Um, I, I will say having Raphael on was amazing because I am a big Once Upon a Time fan. Me too. And he was on that. So I I was so excited when I found out he was coming on. Um, I mean, he's so incredibly talented. So it was great getting to do those scenes with him. Um, but it was so cool I mean being in that house in that lodge it was creepy but really cool and the walkers were so incredible I mean our our special effects team did the most amazing job as always with those walkers so getting to experience that was so fun um and I like I said I love I love all of them I love getting to you know work with Alicia and Coleman and Zoe and I just clicked and got along so well and just had such a fun time together um and I, I mean, I, I got to do some really cool stunts, some good kills, and it was, it was a great, great experience. And I think, you know, we all felt like we were really creating a, a special episode. And I'm happy it's out, and I can, I can actually talk about stuff that actually happens during the episode now. Um, I got to ride a horse, yeah. which was so yeah. much fun. I had the best time doing that. I absolutely love that. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was an incredible episode. What was it like where Charlie actually first got her, you know, first Walker kill under her belt? I mean, it, it was so much fun. I I love doing the Walker kills. I mean, we have an amazing um, stunt coordinators, James and Jack, who are there to help me and guide me and always let me know. And I'm always nervous that I'm gonna like accidentally like hurt them. So I'm always like. <laughs> Gentle and they're always like, it's okay. Go for it. You got this. They're so supportive. Um, but doing the Walker kill was so, so much fun. Um, yeah, it was great. And I remember, I mean, you know, Alicia turned to you after you did it, and she's like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah. I mean, you were like a pro. I mean, you know, watching <laughs> them you. doing it for so many years. Uh, okay, so Laura on Instagram, she wants to know, are we going to start seeing Charlie making decisions for herself uh definitely i think you know charlie you know like we were just saying really is growing up and and coming into her own and really stepping up to the plate and she wants to to be a valuable member of this team and i think she is able to kind of you know she she does still rely on you know daniel and alicia and you know kind of goes along with with what they say is the best, you know, thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I also think she she can make her own decisions, and you know, we we are going to start to to see that a little bit. And I think you know, 
we have started to see that a little bit in season six, and you're seeing her be a little stronger and a little bit more mature and a little less afraid and sad and scared. And I think that will that will definitely continue. Yeah, we definitely saw that, especially when it comes to you sharing your opinion and not being afraid to share your opinion with Alicia, who, like you said, you trust so much. Now, yeah. uh, how close are you guys getting to wrapping up season six filming? We, I, I cannot give a specific you know no, time but uh, no, not specific are you close or you guys still have many more months to go we are not too far out okay i will say we, we everyone has worked has, has been working so hard on i'm getting the back half done and I, I i am just so grateful to be able to be back you know through through all this and amc and production has done an amazing job of of keeping us safe and making us all feel so safe and you know, I, I'm just grateful to be back and be back filming. I missed it so much. So yeah, we we are not we're not too too far off from right. finishing the season. All right. So we got like sort of a shortened first half with only seven episodes. I don't know, obviously because of COVID and the pandemic that's going on. Uh, did you guys actually film the? Uh, we're done with the first eight episodes when the shutdown happened and it was just up to post-production at that point? Or were you not done filming episode eight and that's why we didn't get to see the normal first eight episodes in the season, first half of the season? We were not 100% done with episode eight at that point. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes total sense. Now, uh, I've always wanted to ask this of young teen actors. How does it work with schoolwork and your work schedule? Uh, does AMC help with that? Is it just something between your parents, yourself, and the school? I would, I've been meaning, I would love to get an answer on how that works. Yes. So I will tell you um, when you're a minor, when you're working, um, on any set you're on, you have a studio teacher. So he's basically there to um, help you with your school, but also kind of like a, a welfare person. So my mom is always there, but so is he. Um, and I have to do a required amount of schooling during the day, um, you know, when I'm in that episode. So basically when I have some time, you know, when in, in between camera setups or if we have a little bit of a break, we'll go get some schooling in. And yeah, that's pretty much, you know, on any, any set when you're a minor or when, when you're in school. So yeah, I think, I think I've definitely found a pretty good balance at this point between staying in the zone for, for filming and working, but also being able to, to also focus on my schooling. Cause you know, sometimes we're filming and we're doing these intense scenes and then, you know, we get pulled to do school for 20 or 30 minutes and your mind is still kind of oh, yeah. on the scene you were doing. But I definitely think after, you know, I've been working for, I think, five years now? On, on, now. on fear? So, yeah. yeah just in general. Yeah, all oh, okay. industry. So I feel like at this point, I've kind of found a pretty pretty good balance of being able to, to get my focus in both. But yes, we have a studio teacher, and he's there to make sure I'm getting my hours in and my schooling in. But he's the best. Shout out to him. Shout out to Joel because he's incredibly supportive and, you know, also just watches out for me. And yeah, as a minor, you know, we can only work a certain amount of hours yeah. too. So we're there to kind of monitor that. So he's kind of my all around extra 
extra guardian along with my mom. We've gotten a lot of viewer questions uh, from teens like you who are yeah. either aspiring actors and so on. Want to know, like, um, is it an option for you to go attend? Let's say the we're not in the middle of a pandemic, okay? Let's put that aside for a second. Yeah. Would you have an option to attend regular school while filming Fear? Or is it just an option that they give you on set? instruction versus in-class instruction? So I am homeschooled. So everything, you know, all my schoolwork is all on my computer, all online. So I pretty much just, you know, bring my, bring my computer to set and, you know, work on whatever I'm doing then with, with my teacher. Um, I, I was in, in, in real school for a while. And then once I started on fear, it got, you know, obviously more difficult because mm -hmm. I was never there, you know, we, we film in, in Austin, Texas. So I, I was pretty much never here. And it was incredibly difficult at that point to kind of keep up attendance and, you know, to know what was going on in the class. Um, so then after, after being on fear for a while, we decided that it would be best to homeschool because I was just, you know, never home. I mean, we filmed for seven months. Yeah. So, and it's, 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 you know, back and forth too. So maybe I could have gone for a day here or a day there, but you know, yeah longevity it wasn't you know really sustainable at that point so gotcha um i think it it's you know possible if the schedule allows it but you know when you're filming a show like this especially when you're in a different state it's it's pretty challenging well i could tell you with my own kids they haven't seen the inside of a classroom in 10 months because it's yeah. everything now is homeschool now this next yeah. question is a great question uh from love flannery on instagram uh, Love wants to know, you are an inspiration to so many young girls out there. How does that make you feel? Honestly, it it, it is so heartwarming to, to hear somebody say that. And it's truly crazy to me that, that there are people out there that look up to me and think of me as an inspiration. Because, I mean, I'm just a normal teenage girl, you know, like everyone else. And I think it's it, it truly is just... I, I hope, you know, everybody knows how much it means to me to hear those things because it is truly so incredible to know that there are people that, that look up to me and that are inspired by me. And I, you know, I've seen so many just along with some of the, the negative response to, you know, the character, Charlie, I have also recently seen so many positive responses and so many just amazing fans be so sweet and a lot of edits and people work so hard on, you know, I've seen some amazing drawings and it's just truly incredible to see some of the overwhelming um, kindness recently, especially on social media. It's, it's so heartwarming to me. So that means oh, so yeah. much and, and I love all of them. And like I told you before we went on live today, the response from young teen girls that I got to your appearance and how much they look up to you and you're an inspiration to them. It, it was really heartwarming to see that huge response that you got. Um, I'm appreciative of, of every single person that has, you know, followed my journey and is embracing the character on the show and, um, you know, follows me. It's just, it's 
so incredible. One team the- girl asked me if, you know, before the COVID pandemic days, if you would attend conventions, do you actually would, if a teen girl who looks up to you came up to you and wanted a hug, would you hug her? <laughs> of course, of course. I went to a convention last year around, actually around this time last year. And I, to be honest, I almost didn't go because I was so nervous that somebody was going to come up to me and yell at me or I don't know, nobody was going to want to come meet me. But I am so happy that I ended up going because I met so many amazing fans that really, you know, they came up to me and they were like, you know, we just want to tell you that, you know, we love Charlie, even though you still get, you know, some hate. And it was so sweet to see all these amazing fans. And it was just such a positive experience. So I would, of course, of course, hug anybody um, if it weren't for what was going on right now. Exactly. So let's wrap it up with this question. Which moment on the show would you say has been Charlie's biggest character arc moment so far that we have seen on screen? Oh, that's tough. I think for me, it would be maybe a tie between obviously in season four, um, episode 10, close your eyes with Alicia in the Mm -hmm. basement. Um, but also I think, this season in in episode seven, the mid season finale, which was, I think we were really getting to see her, you know, grow out of that kind of scared, afraid, um, you know, upset, terrified phase and really come into her own strong, come into her own and, and be a valuable member of the team. And it's, it's been amazing to see, to not only have, you know, be growing up on the show myself, but to see Charlie really grow up. Uh, Alexa, it's been such an honor. I can't believe an hour has flown by and you are so mature you are amazing you are a talented actress we are going to be seeing you for many many years to come well beyond fear of the walking dead thank you thank you so much so much do you have any final thoughts for your fans which a lot of them are watching right now yes all of you guys i just want to say that i'm so grateful for each and every one of you and just thank you guys for, for continuing to watch and support the show and support me on this journey. And every single one of you is so special to me. And yeah, I love you all. So. And they love you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Alexa. Guys. Thank you for having me. Guys, you've been an amazing audience tonight. From all of us, from Alexa and me, stay safe and stay walking. Good night, guys. Good night.